It's Betsy with the Dickey Foundation, and you're listening to Dickey's Doing Good, the podcast where we tell good stories about good people doing good things in the community. I'm thrilled because today I am over at store number one, our store at uh, Central Expressway in Henderson, and I'm getting to interview one of our newest Dickies owners, Josh Hicks. Thanks so much for joining me today, Josh. Thank you. Thank you very much. So now, Josh, you spent 24 years, uh, kind of eight years in the Air Force, and then the another rest. 16 or so. Talk to me a little bit more about, about your service there and, and, and what you're up to now. Right. So um, started out of the Air Force and uh, did eight years active duty. Uh, met my wife there in the firing range, just kind of having so, fun shooting the guns and so you all are both at the firing range and you're both shooting and you're you look over and you're like damn she can shoot i should talk to her no actually she's like hey you already got the marksman ribbon can you just put a couple on my target <laughs> so so she was trying to get that extra ribbon but uh yeah and then she wasn't interested so i tricked her and uh joined the uh, theater company and and volunteered there um where she was directing a play and her friends were like oh give him a chance give him a chance and Sure enough, she did, and here we are, almost 20 years later, uh, two kids all over the world, um, traveling and, and living, so it's I, been good. I love that, I love that, and I love that she was in the Air Force too. So what was the play, do you remember? Nonsense. Nonsense, okay. Have so, you seen it? Yeah, I have. Did you get cast in it? I was doing the IT for it. Even so better. Okay. I, I got to sit there, do sound, uh, had the little audio files just ready to go on cues, and. That was it. And so. you were persistent, and then she was interested. Yes. I love that. Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell me a little bit more about your work um, when you were with the Air Force, and then kind of a, when, when you were working for the government, assuming it's not still classified. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, won't give you any of that stuff. But uh, basic level, I was uh, doing IT, uh, training in the Air Force to do IT, uh, information technology. Worked in several different function areas. So I did it from small computer maintenance to help desk, to mainframe operations, to secure messaging and networking. So all of it, just kind of the big umbrella, jack of all trades, master of none, right? <laughs> so your friends call you to set up their new printer? Oh, I, <laughs> so when I was leaving Germany uh, with a federal job, they, uh, I was doing tier three WEN administration for all of uh, the schools in Europe. Oh, wow. So, all so tell me, tell me more about what that entails. So we were, um, all the schools that are over there, all the military schools, mm -hmm. they have to have network connectivity back to the states. That's where all the security uh, cameras are going through, all the phone lines, everything that IT does is going through these circuits. So we managed all the security, we managed all the firewall stuff and made sure that they were up and running uh, in compliance with uh, the DOD. So that's what I was doing at a very, very high level in Germany. And then I got picked up on a priority placement program and moved to Colorado, Denver, Colorado, and they had me fixing printers. So yes, I was fixing <laughs> printers there. So, so you go for go from from managing all the all the tech for for the for these schools on bases for the these students of, of military family members that you know they've got to tra transfer everything across the pond back yes. over to D.C. or somewhere. I'm assuming, yep. and and then then you end up in Colorado Springs. So it sounds like you got to do a fair bit of travel between the Air Force and government contracting. So where where was your where was your favorite place that you ended up? Well, I'd have to say England because that's where I met my wife. <laughs> All right. And, what, and so what did she do in the Air Force? Uh, she was doing logistics. Okay. So any equipment that needed to be to, uh, distributed, she was handing it out. So when she would deploy like to Qatar, um, she's handing out flak vests, helmets, mm -hmm. all that good stuff that protected our troops. That's wonderful. Yeah. Thank, and thank you both for your, for your service. Absolutely. So so you all, what, what drew you to that career in the military initially? Uh... Honestly, I just wanted to get out of California. Um, 
I, I uh, took the ASVAB and pretty much aced it. Mm -hmm. And they said, you can have any job you want. So I said, computers sound neat. So I was guaranteed the computer operator position going into the military and uh, just made a career out of it. And uh, now I'm looking at making a career out of Dickies. Right. Okay. So before we get to Dickies, okay, so <laughs> you, you and your wife both did your eight years and then said, hey, we're, we're out. So actually it's a four-year commitment. Okay. And we both did enlist uh, re-enlistments. Mm -hmm. I did mine while I was over in uh, the United Arab Emirates. Mm -hmm. So you get that nice little bonus and it's tax-free and it, it was strategy on on the bonus part it's like hey we need people to volunteer it's like i'll go i'm, I'm coming up on my time and I, I wanted to make a career out of it however uh when she got out she went to florida and i knew that we were getting married i was still in england um she got out to go to school and i tried to get a special duty assignment there at mcdill and uh they said no nope, we can't do it and then i said all right well that made my decision a lot easier because i'm getting out two weeks later they did a reduction in force and so i was like okay i wasn't Josh, I was just a number. So it worked out though, because I worked for a credit card company for about a year, uh, doing IT work for them. And then a buddy of mine called me from Germany and uh, he said, hey, they're looking for a network engineer over here. Do uh, you want the job? And I said, hold on a second, put the phone down, asked my wife, said, hey, you want to go back to, to Europe? She's like, where, Germany? Yeah, that sounds great. So I picked the phone up, yeah, that sounds great. So he's like, send your resume here, ba ba ba, boom, there. So, and then I was back into the, the DOD, so it was great. How I mean, funny. Still had the active clearance and everything, so it just worked out. Well, and how long did how long were you all in Germany then? Um, about three years. Okay. Yep, and we picked up our son over there. Um, well, we made him over there, picked him up, <laughs> brought him, and uh, so he he was. That's born, a different kind of podcast. Was, we don't talk about that. He was he was born in Germany, but uh, he's actually a U.S. citizen because sure. we were on orders over there, and Germany's rules are very strict. So because we were basically diplomats, mm -hmm. he was. Uh, considered a u.s citizen huh. well that's helpful so, yeah so, so then you all came back so you were in california and then you enlist and then you yep. you come back and then you go back to germany and then you ended up back in colorado then um so that's where they placed me okay uh, as far as like my skill set and uh my boss he's like oh well this other guy he's been on this priority placement program for like six months I said yeah but he's not ready to go back to the states we are i, I actually put stuff on my resume and i like set a record i think i got picked up in like three or four hours that's impressive yes <laughs> so I've, I've done a lot uh, IT wise for the government. Um, and when I did get to Colorado and I told my boss, I was like, look, I was doing this, this fixing printer stuff isn't where I'm at in my career. And he's like, this is exactly where you're at in your career. So that triggered me <laughs> to start going back to school. And I took advantage of the post 9-11 GI Bill mm -hmm. and uh, went and got my bachelor's and my master's degree. Wonderful. So I have a master's in business and uh, that helped me move from IT to contract administration, having a business degree. I did that for two years, got fully level two certified. And then another friend of mine said, hey, you need to check this job out here in property because she wanted me on our team. And uh, it was a promotion back to where I was at and uh, took it, did that for about three or four years. And then uh, we decided it was time to, I mean, COVID happened and we were all working remote. Um, decided to sell the house and finally moved to, to Rockwall, Texas because uh, we've been looking at moving here for a while. Decided you want to be a Texan after all? Uh, you know, <laughs> growing up in California, my grandparents lived up in Pottsboro. Okay. So I would spend the summers out here playing with snakes and all that fun 
Well, I mean, and let's be clear, if you enjoy the Texas summers, the rest of the year is pretty golden then. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely do. I mean, working here in the kitchen, I'm sweating, but I mean, I, I'm loving this. <laughs> well, that's right. so good. That's a lot, so a lot good. of work, but it's good. I love that. So, so now what would you tell someone who is kind of interested in, in following in your footsteps, whether it's crew in service, crew with government, or, you know, then we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk a little bit about your involvement with Dickies as well. Okay. Well, um, you know, the military is always a great avenue to uh, pursue. And uh, when you're in there, they look for that whole person concept. You're doing your work, you're doing your job great, right? Great. What are you doing in the community? What are you doing to help others around you? That's the base. And then your final one is self-improvement, significant self-improvement. What are you doing to make yourself even better? So um, I really like that philosophy and I'm, I've rolled with that throughout my career. And uh, I think that is probably the number one thing that I would tell anybody. It's like, if you don't go military, look at those three areas in your life and, and focus on those and that's gonna help you succeed. But I think, I mean, I think that's a really interesting thing. The idea, you know, constant improvement, but also wanting to help your community. I mean, for me, my background is totally a nonprofit and I run our foundation. So it's all about helping our first responders and helping the community. So talk to me more about how you and your wife, your family, y'all, y'all, you moved to Rockwall and you are already ingrained in the community and making a difference there. Absolutely. We're set in roots and, uh, we decided to move because my son was starting high school and we wanted to make sure that he was there all four years. Didn't want to be moving midstream where you lose your friends and everything. It's like, that's a very important, uh, very important time in life. Um, I, I still have friends from high school. I have friends from middle school still that I, I'm in communication with. So um, giving him that opportunity and my daughter as well, because um, she's still in middle school, giving them the opportunities to grow with their friends and, and go through this, this important part in life uh, was definitely a key factor. So once we decided that we were going to be setting our roots, uh, my wife, her and her business partner, they decided they're going to start moving their business here. So she's kind of split her time between Colorado and Texas. Um, Pick and Colorado in the summer. It's nicer there. She's there right now. So <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> she'll, she'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, it's mid-May right now. She's smart. She's spending a little time up there, but she'll, she'll come back to 99 degrees. We got it for her. Right, right. Um, so she was a uh, club kid growing up. She learned to do baton and she learned to do um, like theater there. Okay. Which we met through the theater so um it was very near and dear to her heart so because she has her doctorate and she's wanting to be influential to, to young people uh she joined the northeast texas boys and girls club board oh, wonderful. Um, and she is doing a lot with them um and they're right now focused on creating a new uh, location up there in rockwell mm -hmm. um so ergo, I am part of that. <laughs> that's, how sp that's how it works in marriage. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the honey-do list. So uh, anything that she wants, I, I'm uh, fully capable of, of providing that stuff to her. So um, she's also a member of the Rotary Club, where um, a couple weeks ago we went and volunteered for the uh, bucket ministry, where they did um, 25,000 filters, water filters, for wow. uh, needy families there in Africa. That's a lot of filters. Yes. So we brought our whole family. Um, it was me, her, and both our kids. Uh, dog and cat weren't involved. They, no. no, don't they? They don't have thumbs. No, no it, thumbs. It makes it really hard. Yeah. So uh, we spent a couple hours there on a nice warm Saturday morning, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. And uh, bumped out about, I don't know, five, six hundred of those things. Wow. Because uh, they had several shifts. And it was a big, big to do. It was right at the kickoff of the farmer's market. So went and talked to some of my rancher friends and, hey, you know, I'm buying Dickies here. I'm 
in Rockwall. So come on down next time you're here. I love that. Yeah. I love that you're already promoting it. You're already excited about it. And I love that, I love that you're already instilling the idea of philanthropy and giving back with, with your children. So kind of where does that come for you? Is that something you grew up with? So is oh, that no. something you just see? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like I said, just ingrained in the military. So that's uh, wanting to do better. And you look at um, like your, your family and it's like, okay, well, you see where your parents were. And as a parent, you want to do, you, you have your kids do better. So I'm trying to do better than my parents. And I want my kids to do better than me. Mm-hmm. And I want their kids to do better than them. So by that whole person concept, it's it's instilling it in them to where they know this is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and I love that you're helping people and encouraging others to help others. So, so you've helped a lot of people in your career uh, through a whole host of different ways, whether it's giving back, whether it's military, things like that. Who are two or three people who really helped you and made a difference for you? Oh, geez. Um, that's, I would say um, there were some supervisors that uh, resonated in my mind. Uh, there was an Erin Scoggins, she was a tech sergeant um, in England, and she was very involved in all the clubs on base. It's like the Airmen's Club, the top three, all the, the organizations that were right there um, to where it was doing that base community involvement. Um, and it got me motivated to go and volunteer for the, uh, Air Force Sergeants Association, mm-hmm. the local chapter. Okay. So they made me vice president there and I ran the, uh, toy drive for the battered women's and children's uh, shelter there mm-hmm. in, uh, central England. So that was fun. That was rewarding. Um, anytime that it's helping kids, we, we really like that. Oh, I mean, absolutely. I mean, at Dickies, we, we partner with Santa Cops for, for our corporate stores and things like that. So that, that way we can help help give back that way. So um, you've had this incredibly successful career and your next chapter, you're, you bought a Dickies in, a Dickies. in Rockwell. That's exactly how, how did this happen? <laughs> you know, some some guys, uh, they go through their midlife crisis and they buy a fancy car. I'm moving to Texas and buying a barbecue place. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. what drew what drew you to Dickies? Um, honestly, my wife, she she was tired of me and being at home. I quit my job back in July and come, come January. She's like, yeah, you got to go and get a job. You're just too in tune with me. I'm, I'm answering her questions before she even opens her mouth. And I'm like, okay, I'm on top of it. I'm doing this, I'm doing this. And she's like, no, you need to get a job. So I looked online and I found a barbecue restaurant for sale, signed the NDA and uh, lo and behold, it was a Dickies. So I love barbecuing. I love cooking. And it was just all the stars aligned. Right. So I'm I'm very uh, fortunate for this opportunity and and, and looking forward to uh, succeeding. Well, and you and I were talking earlier. You you love to you love to cook and and, and you even even so much as cooking in the office sort of thing. Oh, oh yeah. All right. So so what's your specialty? Tacos. Tacos. What kind of tacos? All of them. All the tacos. All of them. Doing yeah. a little tequila next to the tacos. I love tequila. I mean, I, yeah. I see no reason not to. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so were you a barbecue guy before before you bought your Dickies? Was that, was that a thing for you too? So it was funny because uh, I was in Colorado and I had to go to Utah for a couple of weeks to do some IT stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had in my mind that I was going to buy a smoker box. Yeah. Because I, I had a little grill or I had a little Weber grill and it was great. Sure. Um, but uh, as I came back, my wife had just bought me a bigger Weber grill. Thanks. <laughs> that was a nice surprise. You but, can have more than one grill. Right, but she just spent 300 bucks on it. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'm not gonna spend another $300 on a smoker. So I went online, um, 
and learn through amazingribs.com um, how to smoke with indirect uh-huh. heat off of uh, a Weber grill. And it was fantastic. So did a lot of experiments. Everybody's loving it. Like, oh, you need to open your own restaurant. But I had golden handcuffs. I couldn't do it. Right. So then now this opportunity is just now you're doing it. It's it's there. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So so you, so you're a rib guy. That's your specialty then. Tacos, but I do tacos like tacos and ribs. Too. Yeah. Okay, I love yeah. this. That, that's fantastic. So I've got to ask. So I, we we always bring it back to Dickie's. So I've got to ask, what's your favorite Dickie's meat? Favorite Dickie's side? Okay, it's gonna be funny, but I absolutely love the turkey. Okay, I, you know <laughs> I, I too love our turkey. And and anybody that I've met, I say try the turkey. And they absolutely love it. You don't go to a barbecue place and think turkey right off the bat. You're like thinking brisket, you're thinking ribs. It's like, no, try the turkey. Try okay, I'll, the do, turkey. I'll do you one better. Have you tried the chicken? I'm not a fan of chicken. Yeah. Oh, I love our chicken. I'm, I love our chicken. Because we slow smoke the chicken, so it's great. So it's, it's, it stays it's, it's moist and never dries out, but I'm with you. The turkey's fantastic. Turkey's okay, fantastic. so I've got to ask them, what, what's your favorite side? Favorite side? I really like that casserole, the baked potato oh, casserole. Oh, baked potato casserole yeah. all day. It's 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 right there. It's got everything in there. It's like, it's like a baked potato, but better. <laughs> it is. It's like the baked potato. You don't mess with the skin. So, so sometimes I like the bangers and mash, where you get the jalapeno cheddar sausage on a couple scoops yes. of the the casserole. It's yes, fantastic. that is delicious. Oh my god, and I love our jalapeno cheddar sausage. It's one of those things. Mm-hmm. People can debate brisket and ribs all day long, but I will tell you, I think our sausage is better than anyone's. And for those of you guys listening, actually, if you want to get our sausage and you're not right by a Dickies, you can go to barbecueathome.com and do that too. So, uh, you know, a little little extra plug for them because they've got all those good kind of sausages. But if you're in Rockwall, we're definitely going to come see you. I love it. Thank you very much. All right. So we, at the very end of our interviews, we always go into lightning round. I'm going to give you two choices and you're going to give me your favorite. Oh boy. Okay. All right. We start out with a really easy one. Barbecue beans or jalapeno beans? Jalapeno. Sweet or unsweet tea? Sweet tea. All right. See, you're already a Texan. I'm then. a Texan at heart. Yeah. I, really I mean, am. from California, Detroit, England, we're, but I love that you- We're not going to say California. We won't say Texas. Okay. Yeah. Forget about California. Yeah. All about it. Okay. Chopped brisket or sliced brisket? Mm. Chopped. Sauce or no sauce? Sauce. Like everywhere? Just a little bit. Just a little bit? Like yeah, a little I, bit. I like that spicy sauce. Oh, I do like, I like that spicy, spicy sauce. Yes, the spicy give, give sauce. Me a spice. Yeah, get, get, get that nice slow burn going on there. Okay, brisket or pulled pork? Pulled pork. And I think I know the answer to this one. Ribs or wings? Ribs. All right, I've, I'm, I'm a rib girl myself too. Yeah, so awesome. Y'all, thanks so much for joining me today. My guest today has been Josh Hicks. He is our newest owner in Rockwall, Texas. Yep. So if you're in the area, go see him. Thanks I, so much, Josh. I, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. It was great that we could share our stories with you. If you want more information about the Dickey Foundation, feel free to visit thedickeyfoundation.org. And if you want more information about some of our great owners and the great stories they're doing, please visit dickies.com. We look forward to seeing you next week where we'll continue sharing the good stories of good people doing good things in our community.